Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Staying Power Show and podcast. This is a show all about resilience, what it is and what it isn't, how we know if we have it, what to do if we realize we don't have it, or if we do have it, we'd like to get more of it. That's what this is about. In the end, whatever that might be for you, resiliency is something that we choose. Joining me, as always, to share our ideas and experiences in helping others from literally around the world develop their own resilience is my friend, colleague, and co-host, Tawny Santabria. Hi, Tawny. It's good to see you. How are you? I am doing well. Hello, JD. How are you doing? You know what? I'm great. I am great. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling kind of really locked in and connected in my body and my energy is good, but even. It's not, it's not skyrocketing. It's not plummeting. I feel very even keeled today. Nice. Yep. Nice. Absolutely. That's got to be good. It is good. It is good. And whatever we're going to talk about today is going to be good. So where are we going today on Staying Power? We are going to talk a little bit about courage. Oh. Yeah. Love who it. doesn't like courage? You know, who doesn't want more courage? Uh-huh. Actually, a lot of us don't. Mm, um, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of mind-boggling, actually. Although, as we start talking about this, maybe it won't be so boggling of the mind. Mm. Uh, Maybe it'll make a little bit more sense. But what comes up for you with courage? Oh, uh, what comes up for me is, I mean, this is one of the most extolled virtues out there, right? I mean, this is the one, I think you're right. I think we, we tell ourselves, this is the big one, right? If you show this, you separate yourself, right? Or you really show something about yourself. Right. And it is, and, and oftentimes it's because it, it's being framed in heroic terms, doing something courageous is doing something heroic or outside the norm, or, you know, it's not necessarily about the quiet acts of courage or the, you know, the things I'm sure we're going to talk about, you know, what is the internal courage of exploration about? Um, and of course it's one of the, one of the great topics for people to quote, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, just as a way, I mean, just as when you brought this up, I mean, all I got to do is type courage into a search engine and you'll see what comes up and some, from some pretty big people. So do you want to hear a couple of these? Sure. Um, Mark Twain said, courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. That's Mark Twain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winston mm-hmm. Churchill said, courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. I like that one. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, there's so, there's so many. Um, I'm looking for one that isn't necessarily. Oh yeah, uh, Thucydides, ancient Greek. The bravest are surely those who have the clearest vision of what is before them, glory and danger alike, and yet notwithstanding go out to meet it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it captures the imagination. It ca- it's, it's very much a part of the human experience and human drive. And I think it's something that, in our minds, at least, we tell ourselves we want more of. But I also think it's not necessarily something that we recognize in ways, in ourselves, in ways that maybe we really believe we have it. I don't know, just an idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's intertwined so closely with fear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, uh, yeah, um, we hear it a lot. I think one of the quotes that you shared had the word fear in it also, it you know, sort of like resisting, you know, that, that, that sense of fear, mm-hmm. um, 
or going, moving through it, even with the sense of fear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I certainly that, that fear piece is a big part of, um, how we entertain courage, whether we're thinking about it specifically on a conscious level or we're, um, subconsciously, subconsciously sort of, um, influenced Mm -hmm. by fear. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, and it's fascinating too, because fear is there. Like we can't get away from fear as, as humans, like, like the, the world is, can be a scary place. Mm -hmm. I mean, like tornadoes can be frightening Mm -hmm. and earthquakes too, and fires. And Mm -hmm. so there are things external to us that could you know, um, cause great harm. Yeah. And, 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 and tragedy and all of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we know, we know this, we start to know this as we're growing up, we start to see some of the scary things and our parents begin to tell us, you know, what, what's scary. And they, they begin to keep us safe in some ways. Mm -hmm. And we start to learn at a really young age, like how, how we have to, uh, start to limit ourselves. Right. Right. So, right. So what comes up for you when I say that, what are you already starting to. And around limiting ourselves, we have, we have to learn, you know, where, where the lines of safety are for us as opposed to the lines of risk, you know, where, where is the dividing line and think about it from a kid's point of view, you know, at not answering the door to just whoever rings the doorbell. Right. Um, walking down the street is okay, but if someone is inviting you to get into their car, you don't do that. You know, that those those are the things that we start to learn from that point of view. But then also, I remember for me, I from a very early age, I became very aware through the news of a lot of stuff going on in the world. And I had big questions about that. And and uh, I think it was a real challenge for my, for my parents sometimes to to know when I was at the point to, to better understand what some of these things were and weren't. Um, for me, I'm fortunate. I found a lot of that really fascinating and the sense of danger to it or relevance to me didn't become apparent until I was older. But yeah, we do start learning those limits. And, but we also learn, I think sometimes in learning those limits and the vigilance that comes with that, that there is some fear with that, right? Being vigilant, being aware sometimes does have that. You know, if you're walking down somewhere in the dark in the middle of the night in a strange city, (laughs) you know, you can be vigilant all you want, but you're still going to have fear, right? Or consternation or anxiety or, or something. Um, mm-hmm. It's just kind of how it is. We can't, we, we, we need some of it to keep ourselves safe, right? Mm-hmm. Some fear. The courage piece though for me is, is, is I guess it's overcoming that or just kind of not even overcoming it seems to me. Moving anyway, <laughs> right? Moving anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we learn what's safe and what's not mm-hmm. to, to, you know, based off of our parents and um, what they tell us. And sometimes the news, you were learning from the news early on what's safe and what's not or what's going on, what's not. Um, and we start to sort of internalize those things. And so the reality is there are things to fear. Yeah. External external to ourselves. Yeah. There are no doubt about that. There's no um, way to erase that. That mm-hmm. that's just reality. And 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 to be um, 
um, uh, resilient is to be able to understand and face reality. Yep. Um, and so we're talking about courage today as courage is part, a part of resiliency in that, you know, to be able to be honest with ourselves and to be able to sort of, um, know who we are, um, allows us to have greater courage in a lot of different, um, mm -hmm. areas of our life. So it's kind of funny. Like I'm now that I have the grandbabies, I'm going to talk about the grandbabies for a second oh, because awesome. I get to see these little people a year and a half and three years old, almost three years old, um, start to be, you know, show themselves, mm -hmm. right? Like they're just inherent sort of selves. They're coming out, like how they move, you know, just naturally, what they're sort of drawn to just naturally, how they respond naturally when there's an interest in something or there's um, a desire for something or, um, an aversion to something, you know, like mm -hmm. you get to see this before they've been told how they're supposed to do it. Uh -huh. Right. And so when I was raising my own kids as a parent, you were just over, I was just overwhelmed all the time. You didn't get to see things from a different <laughs> perspective. Right. You were just like, oh my gosh, just take your bath and go to bed. Right. right. <laughs> it's just like, I'm exhausted. Right. Stop twirling. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> um, so, so there wasn't, you didn't get to appreciate it. I didn't get to appreciate it in the same way that sort of like now I get to look in mm -hmm. and I get to see sort of this, this development that I know is going to be in part is going to be limit is going to be changed mm -hmm. to some degree. Mm -hmm. for safety purposes sometimes sure and for ease other times yeah like this this is the way the family does it this is the way mom and dad can handle this moment mm -hmm. this is the way we need for you to respond in this moment yep and and some of that actually we it's not it just is the way that our world is set up when we're you know we we uh, the three-year-old can't take care of themselves and go out into the world and sort of express themselves completely freely and all of, of the course. things. But we do start to condition kids, our kids, to sort of stay safe and to sort of like operate within the lines. Mm -hmm. But then we we also limit some of that natural courage that might be there. Mm -hmm not on purpose we don't do this but and then life throws us another sort of several more curveballs along the way that then it we end up sort of like not being afraid to even know ourselves so then fear comes into play of even knowing ourselves fully mm -hmm. because some of that has been i don't want to say taken away but it's been dimmed mm -hmm. because we've had to operate within the confines or the structure yeah. of, of the, of, of the family or the people or the sort of environment around us. Yeah. Or, or, and, or we haven't been given the opportunities earlier in life to exhibit courage over new things that we discover. The image that comes to mind is the kid who gets to the top of the slide or the top of the diving board for the first time, right. And walks out there and looks down and goes, Whoa, that's, <laughs> that's a little different perspective, right? And some may not, you know, jump off. Some may not slide down. 
Some might, you know, but that's the thing too, is that we keep encountering new things in life that are going to challenge us. And it may not be something necessarily that's a a threat out in the outside world, but it might be like a new game that requires some new skills or, you know, a new interaction that we haven't faced before. Like when you send a kid off to school, socializing for the first time, you know, these are all things that sometimes I think we can prevent um, our natural or whatever's inside of us to develop when we're younger to take those steps into uncomfortable new things. So I don't think it's totally unrelated to what you're talking about, but it got me thinking about that. You know, what do we, what do we not get the chance to do when we're growing up because of maybe, Oh, I'm concerned that my child's going to get hurt or they're not ready for that yet. Or I'm not ready for that as a parent, you know, and Mm -hmm. then, and then as adults, they haven't necessarily been courageous on enough things to know that they can in fact act with courage. A hundred percent. Where does confidence come from? Confidence comes from doing. Yeah. So if we haven't done something before, we don't know that we can do it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we're being taught what is safe and what's not safe. So sometimes that, that, that child who might be very um, adventurous and very curious and very creative and very um, restless. Mm-hmm is going oftentimes is going to be limited mm-hmm. it not going to be able to use all of that natural sort of stuff in ways that would reinforce what just what you're talking about yep that ability to learn about the world learn about him or herself mm-hmm. in ways that would let them know that oh i can i can know myself because that's the that's the part when we're limited like this we're not getting to know ourselves it's almost like we become adults and this is just what happens in families like we the, the the characteristics or the the tone that the caregivers have in the family are going to have a huge influence on the younger folks in the family. That's just mm. the way that it goes. We've all experienced this. It, it, it's not bad, good, or otherwise, it just is. And so then if then we become an adult and we've not, we've not had a lot of opportunity, which most people haven't as kids, to learn about who we really are, mm-hmm. then it takes a lot of courage to learn about who we are. Right. Right. We we spend we spend most of our lives trying to get away from ourselves through entertainment, yeah. through yeah. avoiding, through distraction, <laughs> through all of those things. We're trying to get away from ourselves, <laughs> even though it's the one thing we can't. <laughs> well, no, we we do. Well, but this is what this is yeah. what happens: is we do get away from ourselves. We live away from ourselves. Oh, I see what you mean. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't even understand what it is to know ourselves. Right. right. And, and that's where courage sits. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it does take courage. I mean, the, 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 the most courageous things that I've had to do in my life or I chose to do in my life had to do with all of that. <laughs> what is, what am I about? What, how do I want to be? What have I, you know, what are the consequences I'm dealing with or whatever it might be? That's hard. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. 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 We, it, it's, it's, it's tough and, and it's unfortunate that, that it's almost like we, 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 I don't know. I don't have the answers. Right. And so as kids, when, when ourselves get stripped and taken away mm -hmm. or, or dulled mm -hmm. or dimmed or limited, mm -hmm. then our job as adults is to come back to and find ourselves again. Oh yeah. I like that. And, and, and imagine if we all did that, like if we all sort of realized as adults, we've got to come back and find ourselves. How, how, how much better would things actually be <laughs> yeah. collectively? I think they would be better. And I think it would actually be profound and faster than people think. Mm -hmm. Because there's something about finding more of yourself or in those, however you want to do it in layers, in pieces, however it is that because it's ourselves, there's a natural fit there that allows for more of that flow, right? More of that ease, more of that curiosity. And it opens up more. It's not like if you haven't known yourself or you, 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 you haven't gotten back to yourself for 25 years, that it's going to take you 25 years to do it. It's an ongoing process, but you're going to, we feel, we feel the difference and we start living out the difference. We want more of that when we take those steps, even if they're small ones, right? There's something about those gears fitting together, right? The cogs fitting together perfectly that makes something run smooth. You know when something's running more smoothly, even if it's small. Mm -hmm. And I, I agree with you. I think it would be, it would be profoundly life-changing for us and for everybody mm -hmm. around us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we'd all be just flowing along as we were sort of our, our freely ourselves. <laughs> and less afraid I, of other people. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, because we would all be able to relate to each other mm -hmm. be, because, you know, we understand that we all have our, well, we don't always all understand this, but we've got our coping mechanisms that we can all sort of relate to, to some degree, like, yep, you know, that's why we do our breaking up with our BS um, mm -hmm. uh, podcast, where we talk about all those stories that, that we all can relate to that limit us that, that aren't about who we are really. They're, they're about all the ways in which we learned how we're like supposed to be yeah. in this world to be able to um, deal with fear. Right. So, so if we didn't have to do all of those things, if we could just kind of show up as ourselves because we know ourselves and, and be in flow with that, we'd, we'd be, we'd be okay. Mm -hmm. We'd, we'd be seeing each other and experiencing each other and ourselves in a more, um, sort of, uh, uh, real way. And, and we'd be with much more compassion and much more ability to be honest, um, and uh, and with benefit of the doubt, and 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 we'd be able to to relate on a deeper level with each other. We would, because that has to start with ourselves. And if we experience that within ourselves, then we can be better able to see that capacity in another person. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, when we, no matter what, like when we show up. And we're aware of ourselves, like we know ourselves and we show up. It doesn't matter what's what, what other people are doing, mm -hmm. right? Because we're showing up as ourselves and we know this and because we know who we are, right? Mm -hmm. Not the facades, right? 
not the pe- not the perfectionism, people pleasing kinds of things, the masks that we put on, mm-hmm. but that we know ourselves, we show up as ourselves, we're genuine, and it doesn't matter if where on the journey the other other people are. Yeah, they might be right up there with us. Um, they might be just starting to learn about themselves. Mm-hmm. They might not be at all. They might have no idea about themselves and doing all of the things to avoid and escape and entertain and all of the things, but it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because we're showing up as ourselves. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's so funny because I think of those quotes, you know, the top of the top of the show and we're talking about, I mean, it, the, we're talking about internal actions, right? That have, in some cases might have external acts to go with them. But how interesting that um, that the, the courage that we end up talking about is the courage to examine that internally, to go on that journey, to get back to ourselves, right? Or discover for the first time who we are in our conscious adult selves, to do that. And then everything stems out from that because it, it's hard to imagine um, real courage without, for someone, without having done some of that. Right in that, because otherwise we we end up pressing the pedal on all those limitations that we learned when we were a kid. We get more fearful. We stay away from people more because they might be risky. We avoid situations where we might be vulnerable to rejection or heartbreak or vulnerability. I mean, th- those are the things. And so, with the courage to do that exploration, which can look like lots of things, right? It can start in lots of places. Without that, we don't really have the capacity to find out, to experience what we don't know or to to discover what we didn't know was there. So it seems like the necessary starting point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a necessary, um, con- you know, process. Yeah. Right. Because we, we grow and we change and what we know about ourselves right now if we continue the process is going to be different than what we know about ourselves a year from now. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we're not static robots and we don't want to be. Mm. Um, so that's the other part of it too, is it's a constant sort of getting to know ourselves oh, yeah. throughout our lifetime and continuing to show up as ourselves genuinely um, throughout our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it takes courage to sometimes recognize what no longer serves and to let go and to move away from or to mm-hmm. change up yeah. or to try something new. That's that. And that involves then the courage to grieve something, you know, or to, you know, if, if indeed that's what is involved, you know, um, those are, man, yeah, there's so many places, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, you know, if I go back to the grandbabies a little bit, we've got one who is just like, uh, uh, what do they call them? A, a, a bull in a China closet or something? China shop. You know, just, yeah. China shop. Okay. Just, whatever. I don't even know. China closet. Um, but just this person, just this person who just wants to like, I want to get after it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. You know, right after it. And another one who just is like, the, you know, just the, 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 the smallest look can just hurt his little heart, Aww. you know, <laughs> and, 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 and how do we keep those alive? Mm-hmm. Right. Without making either one of those 
like a problem that needs to be changed. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like, like just like if, if, if the, if the learning and the growing can be around knowing this about themselves, mm -hmm. they can know this about themselves mm -hmm. and work with it in a way that, that, that is of benefit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Not that either one's bad and either one has to be, you know, locked down and changed. Mm -hmm. That's, that's where courage then comes from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Because then there, there's been validation of that part of themselves as okay, genuine, something to build upon rather than something to limit. And they'll discover the limits, right? And what, what works and what doesn't with effective parenting and from their own experience as adults, you know? Yeah. I think cause, cause then the fewer shoulds we put on them, no matter how they are, the better we are, better off we are. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so yeah. So we encourage coming back to resiliency. Um, it, it, it's, it's tough to come back to self, but, but when we decide to, to take that step um, and, and, and start there and learn about ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, resiliency just kind of sort of follows suit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's something that, and it's a light, like you said, it's a lifelong process. It's a necessary process. And it's one that if we do for ourselves, that resiliency is going to show marked definitive improvement for us in how we feel about ourselves and our lives. And man, if more people did it, how wonderful that, how wonderful mm -hmm. that would be. And that's the whole point of what we're doing here because we think it is yeah. possible. We think it is possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, thanks, Tony. That was a great one to, to mm -hmm. throw into the mix. I think yeah, really important. Yeah. Really important. And, and uh, you know, and if you want to know more about how to dig into your own courage and what those things look like, Tony mentioned our other podcast breaking up with RBS. We have 112 episodes of that podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And there's lots of stories in there about um, that involve courage to really take a look at and to understand and to pick apart. So feel free to go through that catalog and pick out what seems great to you. Thank you also for listening to this episode of Staying Power. Remember, if you missed any of this episode or any other episodes, you can catch us as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for sharing with your friends and your family and your social networks. Anybody you think would benefit uh, from knowing more about resiliency. And remember, if you subscribe in the middle of every week, you get a short four or five minute mini podcast called The Four, Four Tips on Something, Four Perspectives on Something, Four Things to Help You Out During the Week to Help You Build Resiliency in Lots of Different Areas of Your Life. So if you subscribe, you'll get those notifications. We will see you next week for another episode of Staying Power. Until then, I am JDK Winnikin. And I am Tani Santabria. Thanks so much, everybody. Mm-hmm.